0: Two best friends who love to chat. Oh, what it's like to be an ant. Those who ant. Those who ant. Hello. Welcome to Those Who Ant. This is a podcast to help you see the world through ant-colored glasses. My name is Ant Pat. And I am Auntie Mags. And uh, we are so happy to have you here.
1: This is, uh, you know, this is always a treat for us. We love talking with you. We love talking specifically to you or at you.
0: You know, it's not talking at, it's talking to, but it's someone who can't speak for themselves. So we're filling in all the parts of the conversation.
1: Which is exactly what I look for in a partner. If anybody's, uh, you know, up for that kind of uh, communication in a relationship, that's what I'm looking for. Uh, You know, before we get started today, Pat, I just want to say, I have had a week. Uh, listen, I am, I've never considered myself to be a tech peasant, but this week I felt like a Luddite because I'll tell you what, I couldn't remember a single password to
0: get me into any one of my accounts. Oh, I, I can tell you I learned a, t- a hack for that. You did? Oh, use just one password. Make it your middle name. You're not allowed to do that. You can. You can. I did. Mine are all the same thing. I'm not going to say what my middle name is because that's a trap. But that's the hack. You're not allowed to do that. I
1: was on the phone with Amazon for 45 minutes. 45 minutes. Me just being like, please put me to the phone. Put me the, the put me put me through to the higher ups.
0: Uh oh. You didn't say manager though, did you?
1: No. I refuse to say I speak to
0: your manager. A hack for that is let me talk to someone else who works there who might punch like not punch time cards but look at them. Oh. Work, that's a workaround to say in the M word. That's a good idea. I like that. I have a password notebook, right? My
1: nieces and nephews bought it for me because they were like, Auntie Mags, you know, you're kind of an idiot about this. And I, and I admittedly am. I, it's on the front. Oh, my God. It's so funny. Oh, my God. You're going to love this. It says C-R-S. Can't remember. Shit. Ah, is that so funny? Oh, my God. I opened it on Christmas Eve and I laughed for 30 minutes straight do you want me to write down my middle name and give it to
0: you well but that would just get me into your accounts well you could use my name that way we both have all the same password that way if you forgot your password you could call me say what's your middle name i tell you that's you would do that for me it's like shouldn't we all know shouldn't one person know all your passwords it's like someone should have a key to your house you get locked out you fall down i'm inside i can't get up the door's locked Everyone should, you should have one person that you trust who has all your passwords and they should all be the same thing. And it might be your middle name.
1: I do have a key
0: to your house. Yeah, you do. Mm-hmm. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to text you my middle name. Well, don't do it over text. All right. Should I send it in a letter? Wait, I know your middle name. Do you do anything special with it? I uh, know. Maybe I could make one of them like an at. Yeah. All right. I'll make the first letter at and the other two letters will stay ends, and the last one will be E. <laughs> and now I've said it. Now I've done it you know what? I feel fine about it. What? Welcome to my Zappos account. I don't even link my credit card. You know who you can always trust with a password? Huh? An aunt? Speaking of, we have an amazing person here today, okay? We have an amazing person, a good friend of ours, Francine. Francine, hello. Hello. Welcome. We
1: are so happy to have you here. Oh, I'm thrilled. Thank you so much for joining
0: us. Thank you. The pleasure is mine. What? Now, What, Francine, Mm
2: -hmm. you know, Mags is obviously having a hard time with the passwords. Mm. Do you have a system that you use? No, I don't. It's actually a terrible problem for me as well. Mm. You know, every new website, they say you got to have an uppercase or you have to have a symbol. So I keep changing it and then I can't remember. And it is a curse. Now, Francine, mm. when you forget a
0: password and you can't think of it, have you ever closed an account like I have? Because I'm just like, it's
2: not worth it anymore. Oh, of course. Yeah. I have I have $2,000 sitting in a key bank account that I can't access. Wh- why don't you just go in? Oh, into a bank? I'd sooner go to a dentist, which you know I don't care for. Yeah, mm. you go sometimes, right, though? Well, I went once when I was 14 years old. I had to have one of my baby teeth pulled. It hadn't fallen yet. I understand that. I
1: had my baby teeth until I was 26.
2: In the front, the two in the front. Oh, the two little baby nubs in the front?
1: Mm, Yeah. Bet you didn't eat a lot of apples. No, and I didn't also date a lot of people. Mm Mm-hmm. Circle gets the square. Did you guys know that when you're born... You're actually born with
0: all of your teeth in there? Well, of hmm. course. Where do you think they came from? I thought that's why you had to drink milk, so that they could form in there. That the, There's like ice cube trays in your jaw, and then you drink milk, and then the calcium hardened. But that's, that was just a guess, because I never really looked that hard into it. That's actually a very fun visual. If you want to be
1: utterly horrified, look up an X-ray of a baby in the womb. It's like shock teeth. They got them all in there.
2: And... They say that some babies, the teeth are exposed right away. So they come out of the mother with a few showing. Imagine anything coming out of you
0: with teeth, smiling at you with teeth. It's unthinkable. Now, Francine, this is so, this is typical Francine, because when we met you, you were at the airport and you were saying such interesting stuff like this.
1: Yeah, this is what sparked a friendship that has been going strong, burning the flame of friendship for seven years is your wit and your point of view. I was sitting, we were sitting at Chili's uh, at the airport having a Presidente Margarita, which is, those are good. And you know what? Did you know this? Chili's as, as a restaurant produces enough El Presidente Margaritas to fill 29, swimming pools a year that's a real actual fact about chilies i may or may not have some personal history with
2: chilies well i appreciate that and i like that visual a pool full of cups or the liquid the the, the liquid (laughs) (laughs) i was picturing a pool full of used cups but the liquid's more fun like that old lady in that movie and she wanted to swim in a pool full of noodles uh which one's that one again well, Robin Williams is a doctor who heals people with jokes. And there's a little oh, lady. Oh, Hitch Adams. hmm That's
1: right. That's the one. I thought it was Hook. I used to work at a blockbuster. I know th- I know what movie it is. What
0: am I It's kidding? so sad what happened to Robin Williams. And blockbuster. Fair enough. I, I just want to paint the visual. So, you know, Mags and I are at this uh, Chili's to go, Chili's to go, to go, the n- numeric, I believe. Mm-hmm. And there's Francine, and she's talking like a mile a minute. She's talking. She's like gesturing with her hands. She's alone. And I thought, oh, well, clearly she's talking to somebody on the phone. She's rehearsing a play. No, no. She was saying all this cool stuff to herself, to keeping herself company. We went over and talked to her right away. And to be honest with you, Francine, right away, I was like, I don't even know if she wants us to be over here.
2: And And I did desperately, I did. And traditionally, I will go up to someone else and ask if I can join their table. But I was so deep in my own thoughts that I had gotten lost. And it really saved me that you approached me because I don't like to have dessert alone. An appetizer, I can have. But once you get to dessert, it's very depressing to have by yourself. I'll tell you, I don't, re- I don't know if you remember all the details, but what I was saying were the lines from, a vi- my? I had my oldest nephew, Daryl. Now, we applied for The Amazing Race together, and they don't often have aunt and nephew teams, and I had written the script for our video. And that's what I was rehearsing, both of our lines, to make sure that, you know, when I got to Dallas to see him, we were going to film the video. Would you grace us with some of that script? Oh, yeah, right up top, I said... Francine Unterweiger never married, never mothered. This is my nephew Daryl. He's six foot seven and he's came from heaven. And then, you know, we threw it to him and he started listing all of his skills. He could he said I can run. I could eat a bowl full of crickets. I never slip. Now you were all not ever on the show, is this right? You weren't picked? That is correct. I have applied upwards of 15 times and I have not yet been chosen by Phil, who I assume is the host. I understand it, you know, but I don't also because I've been told by two different people that I would make good TV. Phil has made me reconsider men who wear necklaces made of wood. <laughs>
0: uh, yeah. He don't... wears that like, you know, that like uh, New Zealandish or like it's like that pull out of a tree and it means something. And I thought, ugh, not on your best day, but then when I saw him.
1: He has stood on that platform in so many different places. That guy has seen some things.
2: Absolutely. And that's, you know, that's why I really want to be on the show, because I've been to almost all of the places. I watch the season, and I keep a a detailed list of where they go, and then I follow it on my own. You know, you I thought. Still, you still don't have a passport, though, right, Francine? What did you say? I have a passport? Well, I knew that for a while you didn't have a passport. Well, it was taken from me. That's right. By a gaggle of teens. I don't care for teenagers except for my nephews. But strange teens, oh, Lord, you have to, you know, clutch your pearls, as they say, because really, they took my passport right out of my hands. uh, didn't you have to buy it on eBay? Somebody sent me a link on on my email. I got an email that said, isn't this you, a teenager, selling your passport? Along with my cover girl, Wet Slicks lip gloss that I didn't even know had been taken. But I always kept it in the middle of my passport, folded up like a taco. And there it was for sale. How did he think he was going to get away with that? I was at a designer shoe warehouse and I was laughing with a. A girl who was helping me and i pulled out my passport to show her my photograph because i had had a very hilarious hairstyle in the photo and then wouldn't you know it a teen swooped by and took it right out of my hands
1: two things can i ask uh two follow-up questions yes one
2: what was the hairstyle i'm surprised you don't remember I never saw your passport. It was something I was wearing for years, if you'll recall. I wore very thin braids with yarn woven in. Oh, like ethnic. That wasn't the intent, but that's why I took them out. Yeah. I was told that it wasn't appropriate. Oh, my God. That just makes me realize, you know what I just
0: heard? Impact versus intent. Your intent was to look crafty. Your impact was looking like... You
2: were appropriating someone. That's exactly right. I wanted to just look like a rag doll, but it might have hurt people's feelings. And so I promptly took them out. And I had crimps for weeks.
1: Can I ask a question, Pat? Where did you read that? Because that's a fascinating article.
0: Uh, I read it. I read it. Where did I read it? I read it in line somewhere. I was in line. But I didn't read it. It was, no, it was a conversation I was overhearing. That's it. I didn't read it. I heard it. There were these two beautiful, tall women. They had to be 5'5". Five, five. Each of them could have been more than 5'5". Five, five. They were talking and they were saying this kind of thing about, I didn't mean to do it. And the other one turned to the other one. And, you know, I can't tell anyone under 30 these days. They could have been 12. They could have been 29. I'm not sure, but I can tell you this. Impact versus intent. And it just stuck like an earworm, you know what I mean, when it gets in your brain. And I thought, oh, my God. How, my whole life has been intent, never considering impact. You can change. We all can change.
1: If, we, if you didn't believe you could change, wh- why would you get up in the morning? What's the first thing you do in the morning? Ugh, panic. I'm just being honest. I was going to say, the first thing you do in the morning is change. You put on your day clothes, right? Did you put on your day clothes? Oh,
0: France, I don't know how you feel about this, but I feel like mags should be writing all this down and put it in a book.
2: oh, oh yes, this is the kind of book that I would buy well
1: i have been i, I have a phrase of a uh, phrase a day calendar that I use, so a lot of times I get credit for saying things that are really smart that I didn't invent hmm. but
2: but you're you know, still passing it on, and that's the th- you know. We have to just spread the good word. Pay it forward. Pay it forward.
1: Can I ask you guys a question about that movie? I I remember this. I I saw that movie only one time. I will never watch it again. And uh, I was very sick. I had an ear infection in both ears. I had a high temp. I was very ill. And my boyfriend at the time got me some soup, got me set up on the couch, and then he left. The remote was just out of reach, okay? (laughs) And I was so ill. And I'm watching this horrible movie, and I thought, I'm going to die. And this is the last thing I will have seen. I remember I was so, I couldn't hear very well, and I was so sick. Couldn't reach. You ever play that game, Roll Credits, where you're at the movies, and like the worst part, and you, and you turn to your friend, and you joke, and you say, Roll Credits, that this is how it's going to end, right at this bad part? That was the
2: whole movie. I played, whole, I played Roll Credits by myself for the whole movie of Pay It Forward. I try not to watch a lot of movies for that fear that that's going to happen. That you're going to die? No, that I'll have to sit through a bad movie. Mm -mm. That's why I only watch television shows like The Amazing
0: Race. I have to tell you something, and I know you both know this, but I have to say it out loud and get it out there. You both know how I feel about Dateline, how much I love it. Yeah. And Dateline kind of sometimes feels like The Amazing Race in that it's a race against the clock to find which husband did it. And instead of, I'll never remember the man's name with the wooden necklace, but that, would, that man on Dateline is Josh Mankiewicz. And I will say this, if this helps anyone else out there, I have taken still images of Josh Mankiewicz and I could put him in a file I called my bank bank. If you could go anywhere on a date with him, where would you go and why? I would bring him home. I know that doesn't sound exciting, but he, I would bring him into my own home. Oh, you want a Dr. Hansen's diet soda? they in the pantry. Grab one. I just... I want that with someone again.
2: Now, Francine, take us to your happy place.
1: Take us to your nieces and nephews.
2: Oh, boy. Now, is that ever... Now, as you both recall, I have seven brothers, and each of those brothers has a whole gaggle of children.
1: Do all of your brothers have uh, dare I say seven brides.
2: Oh, <laughs> now that movie sucks too. Boring snooze fest. Get out of here. Some weird dance. I don't w- want it. Yes. My brothers are all happily married. Uh, they've chose they chose young brides really very young. Oh, like, um, brought in. Well, not like arranged. They just you know, they met young gals and they hitched them up real fast. They've met them in real life, just old fashioned. You know, you meet a girl at a dance, ask her out. And then, you know, two weeks later, you get your grandmother's dead ring and you pop it on her.
1: How did the ring die? What? How well, did it ring die? And how many grandmothers did you
2: have? And did they all get a dead ring? Yes. And yes. And she choked. My grandmother choked and died, and her jewelry died with her. That's to what I was referring. When a human dies, the soul and the magic of the jewels die as well. And some families, I think in Egypt, they were buried with their treasures, but not in my family. And I did have six grandmothers. My grandfather was a philanderer, but also he liked a partner. He married Several different women, they all choked at different times on different things. Some were obvious choking and some really surprising. My grandma Irene choked on soup. Died right there. Did she, does that count as a choking or a drowning or both? <gasps> Wish you had been there with the coroner. They ruled it a, a choking, but you're absolutely right.
1: You know, you started to say something with an S. And I thought you were going to say
0: superside. I feel like that may have been a murder she wrote. Oh. Now, I've always admired this, Francine. You have a great relationship. The fact that, I'm going to tell you this, Francine. If I told one of my nieces and nephews, hey, we're going to go on amazing race. It's like a video. They would tell me, and excuse my language, to go fuck myself <laughs> to death.
2: Mm-hmm. Teenagers. Yeah. That's the, that is the thing. You um, just, well, you got to get in there really, really early. I think, you know, all of my brothers have behavioral problems and, you know, they're, they're scary to be around. So I really popped up early and made myself, you know, a safe space. And now's as good a time as any to mention that I have never had a menses.
1: Wow. You've saved.
2: I know. A lot of people say it is a blessing because in my, you know, in my heart, I didn't want to make any children. And so I, I couldn't have, even if I wanted to.
1: Now, let me ask you this. You've gone to the dentist once when you were 14. Did you go, did you go to the, uh, the OBGYN? Because what if you are plugged up in there and it's going to be like a deluge?
0: Oh, that's interesting. I hope it's not just backed up. you like in the my Kool-Aid bed. man.
2: Oh, can you imagine if I just woke up with 30 gallons of blood. And I do frequent a gynecologist. It's not an OBGYN because I don't need that part, but it is a gynecologist. And I've been going to him since I was a young girl and everything is tip top and in pristine shape. My uterus just doesn't shed. Mm. Mm. So it's like having a hairless cat that isn't one day just going to poop a bunch of hair everywhere there just wasn't any like that dog in, i mean cat from austin powers that cat he just didn't have any hair mr Uh, mr bigglesworth
1: you want to know a fun story about pat and i yes we went to see austin powers gold member okay in theaters we snuck in a bag of mcdonald's it was like the day after or maybe even the day it came out you remember pat and I do, because I wanted to go to Wendy's. Yeah, but we couldn't. The only place we could go was uh, McDonald's. It was right in the parking lot. And uh, we sat down. There was like three other people in the theater. and One we- of them had a Frosty. That wasn't... I'm, I feel like I should apologize. That wasn't a neighborhood I was familiar with, okay? I didn't know where to find a Wendy's, and I'm so sorry. However... We went to McDonald's, okay, snuck it in. We sit down. There's a funny trailer. I don't remember what the trailer was, but it was funny. Pat laughs, and I, I know you've heard her laugh. It's very loud. The people who were sitting like three rows in front of us got pissed off, got up, turned around, gave her a dirty look, and she re- and they, they relocated. We stayed where we were. They relocated. A- and she, you know what she said? She stood up and she said, uh, why are you here? Why are you here for not to laugh? This is Austin Powers. It's we're gonna laugh.
2: It's not the piano again. Oh, now that is a wonderful story of friendship and triumph. And similar, you know, to your your story about your ear infection. I saw the pianist. Not the piano, the pianist. Do you remember that one? Is that different? It is different. It's about Nazis.
1: Is that a sequel? One of them is a, is like a is like a, about the guy who plays it, and the other one is about the thing itself?
2: Well, I didn't see the piano, but I think that one's, you know, old-timey. Mm. And the pianist is Nazi Germany, and I saw it when I was very high on Vicodin. And I was laughing hysterically during that movie. And my next-door neighbor came knocking on the door and said, are you all right? You're laughing. And I said, well, come on and watch this movie. And he said... This is about Nazi Germany. I don't think this is a comedy, but it was to me. And that's the lesson is that it can be if you want it to be. Anything
1: can be a comedy Mm -hmm. if you want
2: enough. Life is Beautiful
0: taught us that. Is the Holocaust funny? Maybe. It might be. It might be. If you want it to be, it can be. Through the lens of an Italian maniac, anything can be funny. You know that Italian guy from Life is Beautiful? You know, he's got classic Funkle energy. I'm so adorable. I'm such a fun uncle. hmm Yeah, he does. Roberto Benini is the ultimate Funkle. No, that's not him.
2: What? Andrea Bocelli. This guy's name was like Bagatti.
0: Benini. I thought it was Bagatti or something.
2: Pasta Bagatti.
0: Are you thinking of a
1: motorcycle Ducati. Ducati. Pete My- Buttigieg. Ugh,
0: don't get me started, Francine. No, may Pete? Sorry. I gave away that merch. Ugh. I regretted that tote bag as soon as I got here.
2: Humiliating. Hey, uh,
0: Francine, what's something you might say? Like, you know, you're such a great aunt. You know, if someone's listening to this and they're thinking, you know, I want to be an aunt. I don't know how to be an aunt. You know, I need good advice before I become an aunt. You know, What's yeah. what's, what's top of mind for you about what you would say to that person listening, this aspirational ant that's out there?
1: Yeah, let's give, give us three, three to five, maybe 10 steps to antism for you.
2: Now, that's an interesting thing, because as we've, as we've said many times in this episode, it doesn't have to be legal. If you need an ant, you can have one. So really, you have to just keep your ears and eyes open. For those in need, emotionally, spiritually, financially, Mm -hmm. you know, who needs something. If you're just a little bit older than them, you can be their aunt. And I don't like to, I don't, for me personally, I don't like to play around with that one. You know, I'm not going to be the the aunt of a 75-year-old. That's ridiculous. But if they are younger than I am, then that you can be an aunt. And you just real quickly, you want to, you know, get them gifts. Look for someone younger, get them gifts, strike up a conversation, offer help, uh, compliments, always compliments. Mm -hmm. Maybe, you know, always try to slip in something that, you know, someone else has told them no, and you're going to say yes. So if they say something like, oh, well, as a child, I was never allowed to have crackers, offer them a cracker. Say with me, you can. That is mind-blowing.
1: Because first of all, what poor soul wasn't allowed to crack as grown up?
0: Well, if you don't make enough saliva, you shouldn't have a cracker. I love that you said, you know, if someone says you can't have something, ask your aunt. And I love that. And Francine, I also love you just got to be a little bit older.
1: Remember that when we looked up the definition, I was doing my research for this podcast. And we, I looked up the definition and it said, first definition had nothing to do with familial relations. It said an older friend of a child.
2: That's right. And older friends, a
0: child gets bad straps.
2: It doesn't sound good. Certainly not. That's why they came up with the word ant, because that's fun. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't, an ant doesn't bite. Well, I guess that maybe a spite, a red ant?
1: Ants, A-N-Ts, they bite. n t s. They'll sometimes when you're a baby, they'll do that thing where they pick you up. I used to, I have a nephew uh, named Frank, and I used to do this thing where I said, well, I would look at him and I'd go, oh, I'm starving. And he would get, get real nervous and I'd say, I'm, I'm so hungry for Frank on the cob. And I'd pick him up and I'd do that thing where you like typewriter eat corn on his side. And it would make him giggle and giggle and giggle. And he would say, but I don't, you better not want Frank on the cob. And then I would chase after him because I'm a terrifying, but fun. I'm a
0: f- terrifying funt.
2: Well, that's very, that's on my list, you know, fun.
0: I got to say, it's a good thing Daryl's so tall because I would love to do that typewriter corn on Daryl. You could
2: just do it while he's standing and just go Um, around. So, you know, some people eat corn in the round. What I'm picturing is holding a corn,
1: you know, vertical. Mm -hmm. I'm holding it vertical and I'm eating top to bottom or bottom to top or it doesn't matter. All bets are off. This is a lawless society. Eat this corn however you want.
2: I'm picturing, you know how in some cultures they dance around a maypole and -hmm. the girls all hold a ribbon and they go in a circle. It's sort of like that. But Daryl is the pole and you just take bites as you're walking around in circles wherever you want to.
0: Yeah, Daryl's the pole in this scenario.
2: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Is he dating anyone? No, he is very available. Hmm. Uh, Oh, boy, is he a catch. And I just know he's waiting. You know, he's waiting for it to be right.
1: How old is Daryl now?
2: He's 40.
0: Uh, Pat? Well, I mean, mean, when you're an aunt, you're an aunt to anyone who's a niece or a nephew. So the last thing I would do is cross the line. But if he was into it, you could give him my phone number.
2: If you wanted to. I do want to. I was
1: going to say, I thought you were going to say, when you're an aunt, you're an aunt all the way. From your first cigarette to your last dying day. I thought that was going to be a West Side Starry thing.
0: Oh, I'm going to rescind the thing I said about Daryl. I feel bad about it. And I'm going to be honest with you again, going back to this is a sex positive podcast. I will just put it in my bank bank.
2: But too late. I just sent him a text message. Okay. Let me know.
0: Let me know how it goes. Okay. You can't can't cross contaminate the
1: bank bank. Put it in the Daryl barrel.
2: Yeah. He needs. Oh, look at that. Barrel. Before
0: you know it, it's going to be like a you store it over here. He has a YouTube channel called
2: Daryl's Carols where he sings <gasps> Christmas carols year round. Oh my god. what What's his favorite one? Good King Wenceslas. <gasps> on
0: <his mom>. <gasps> the a <laughs> When the thing went down the hang and crisp and teeth oh, and always on the time with a Oh, the frost was cruel. Run hidey doo Everyone's out of
2: school. That was breathtaking. Okay, huge news. Daryl has responded. He's very attracted to your photograph, and he is very interested in talking to you. Which photograph did you send? Was it the one of her on the Holly? No, it was the one of her hugging that palm tree. Remember, you pretended it was your boyfriend, but it was a palm tree?
0: That was the, that was the time I was at Myrtle Beach.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And I found that, that palm tree that was the size of a man.
2: Mm-hmm. And you know what?
1: Can I just say, that was the same day, because we went to the Holly Davidson Cafe, and then we, then we later went to Jimmy Buffett's Margaritaville, and you were pretending that that palm tree was your boyfriend? That sounds like a Jimmy Buffett song.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, I have a theory for how to name Jimmy Buffett albums, Right which is you take something that exists in paradise and then you also tack onto that uh, something that sounds tropical like coconut telegraph or banana wind. These are things that Jimmy Buffett uh, concerts or songs or, you know, so you do yeah. it. You,
2: You're you a real parrot head.
1: Well, yeah, I don't mind telling you. I, I certainly, you know, it's petered off a little bit because now why would I need to go to the concerts? Now he's got, million bills. I could just go in there, have that same vibe, but mm-hmm. you know, I'm vibing in there.
0: What's the math again? What is it? It's what plus what equals the what you
1: take something tropical. And then you, t- you take, you take like, um, an item that exists in like a, like a, you can name anything and then pair it with something tropical that occurs in nature, like a Bahama water spout or, you know, tropical st- Tropical storm fever or something, you know, and th- there you go. Like scorpion gigolo.
0: Gigolos aren't necessarily tropical, but yeah. Sorry, I just saw cocktail. I'm feeling weird, France, about, about Daryl, and um, I- I'm, I'm flattered beyond. I-, I just don't know if I'm ready because, you know, of Ron, and, and, and it hasn't been that long since, you know, it was finalized. So
2: There isn't a rush. He's in no rush. You know, I told you he wants it to be right. He's got a lot going on.
1: There is a little bit of a rush, though, because how long has it been since your divorce was final?
0: Six years last year.
2: That's a long time. I think that's an appropriate amount of time to move on. And I'll just say that, you know, Daryl, he works at Starbucks and... He's there every day. You know, if you want to see him, you go.
1: That is romance and a Jimmy Buffett song, Barista Breeze.
0: Barista Breeze. Well, I got to say, you know, Francine... You, I feel like you're the kind of friend, you know, and I, I don't know how Mags feels, but I know, I know how I feel. You are the kind of confident person, the kind of friend that I need to feel empowered to speak up, speak my mind, have a lot of fun. I told you last week, you can
1: speak for me whenever you want. We oh. are almost 100% lined up on what we think and feel. And Mm -hmm. speak for me, especially when it comes to complimenting a dear friend who is an angel who bounced back from identity theft and mild to moderate racism with her hair. And she suffered through those, that you said the crimps, for weeks. And that's the thing right now, America, we're undoing the braids. Mm -hmm. And we're going to suffer through those crimps for a minute.
2: That's Right. That's right. Gotta, you have to you have to change, like you said before, you have to change. You have to sit with your crimps at your at your cousin's funeral. You have to sit there in the crimps and really just feel what you've done, and then you move on.
1: Mm-hmm. And the and the then, and the thing is, you don't ever say, I was right to do these braids. I was right. You say, Oh, that is my fault. I did wrong, and I will never do that again that's because right. it's not enough to privately be against those braids. You have to be publicly anti-braid to
2: make a difference, right? That's absolutely right, and that's what, we, that's what we're saying right here and now. Take out the braids, live in the crimp, and then wash your hair. And I will say this.
1: If Daryl wants to go out with you, say yes. Now, what if, let me just say this. Here's what we know about Daryl, knowing only the things that we've learned in this conversation. This is what an outsider's perspective on Daryl is. One, he's tall. You know what tall equals? Stable. Two, he's short-footed. He's not going to slip up on you. Okay? Three, he works at Starbucks, which means tuition reimbursement benefits compost compost and overcooked coffee beans. He's going to come home smelling like burnt coffee and that's that's rugged. That's the new coming home smelling like a woodsman.
2: Now, I just just to clarify, I feel like I've misled you. Daryl he isn't employed by Starbucks. When I said he works there, he sits there with his laptop. Is what he he works there doing, you know, he he toddles around and he he has he has a few websites. He buys domains is a thing he does. Oh oh, is he one of those people
1: that bought like a celebrity domain and then mm-hmm. charges the celebrity like a million dollars to buy it back?
2: Yes. Oh yes. He's very good at it. That's a that's
0: a smart man's game right there. Mm-hmm.
2: He got into it very early with the dot com boom.
0: All right. I'll, I'll I I'm I'm going to think about it. And that's big. That that is big for me. As both of you know, this is a big, that's big. I haven't been able to really pull the trigger.
2: Hey,
1: what do we say? Look at yourself, look in the mirror and say out loud what I told you to say.
0: Knock it off, gorgeous. It does feel good. Knock it off.
1: Gorgeous. You're gorgeous. You're both gorgeous. And we have had a gorgeous time this afternoon. I am so, so utterly thankful and blessed and Oh, my God, I, just, I think I just remembered my password. Got it. Well, you look at that. Anyways, you're a miracle. And I hope, more than anything, that you and Daryl get on the Amazing Race. I hope you get to meet Phil. I hope you get to see that wooden necklace up close and personal. I hope you get to take, what are they called, a tuk-tuk?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I'd love to take a tuk-tuk with Daryl. Oh, what the locals wouldn't do to drive around my giant nephew in the tuk-tuk. <laughs> oh, now that's funny. And that's good TV. That. Is good TV and you
1: are a good aunt. No, a great aunt. And, uh, I just want to say thank you so much for joining us today. Francine, we have had so much fun. You're a hoot. You're you're exactly one hoot and one holla. And we love you so much.
2: Well, and I thank you. I had literally nothing else to do today. And I was glad to have something on my calendar.
0: Oh, well, Hey, keep a calendar open. Cause you're welcome to come back anytime. You
1: know, we like to end every week, uh, With a mantra. So our mantra for this week is, ants don't have an ax to grind. They grind them all. Wow.
2: I have no idea what that means, but I'm going to think about it while I wash myself.
1: Yeah, sleep on it. Sleep on it. Wake up. Get ready to change Change. the next morning.
0: Mm -hmm. Well, this has been another episode of Those Who Aren't, Those Who Ant, a podcast for and by aunts and Anna, aunt jacens francine it was a delight as always love you megs oh my god wait francine
1: francine does anybody call you that
2: no and i can't believe no one's ever thought of it
1: i'll tell you what i'm uh, i'm dabbling with calling myself the queen of portmanteau i love you francine
0: and i love you hey love you megs love you pat all right Hello, thanks for listening to Those Who Ant, a Baby Makers podcast, starring Colleen Doyle as your Aunt Pat and Dana Carcioli as your Auntie Megs. If you liked this podcast, and come on, why wouldn't you? Then you have to subscribe, rate, and review us. The role of Aunt Francine was played by the funniest woman alive, Katie Klein. She'd like you to check out her website at thiskatiekline.com. Treat yourself, it's a great website for a great lady. Our theme song was performed by The Cues, and you can follow them at The Cues Music on Instagram. Follow Those Who Ant on Instagram and Twitter, and if you have any questions for the ants, email us at thosewhoant at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Stay healthy, wear a mask, and for God's sakes, call your ants.